Hey, and it was also it looks like oh yeah, the G Fuel review. Dave is going to review the Sheets exclusive. What's Sheets the exclusive G Fuel red licorice energy drink, zero zero carbs. It it tastes like if if you could take the word disappointment and distill it into liquid form and inject it with with Robitussin and and a cigarette butt. That's what this tastes like. So if you're in the mood for Robitussin cigarette butt disappointment, get yourself some G Fuel Sheets exclusive red licorice. So we're not going to be sponsored by G Fuel. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sunday edition of Invite to Party Podcast, even though they're always on Sunday, basically. Uh, I'm your host, Jeremy, joined by Brian, Dave, and Ray, the usual crew. What's up? I'm Brian. I'm Dave. Well, hey, oh, look at that. They got it right. I'm Ray. Brian, do you do you or do you not have – are you the one with the beard or are you one without the beard? I am the one with the beard. I'm just tired, and I forgot my um, my, uh, <laughs> my, Classic. my phrase. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get started. We're gonna hit the ground running. Um, we're gonna start off with a spoiler-filled, you know, little segment about the most recent episode two uh, episode of episode two episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. In our new segment, <clears throat> not Falcon Finnet. Let me. I didn't practice saying this at all. A brief interlude wherein the boys discuss the most recent episode of Marvel's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, that's our new segment about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, is there a shorter way to say that? Just Winter Soldier? No. That's like a no. Movie. no. Anyway, it's going to be 10 minutes or so. I'll set a timer. So maybe I'll just go like this when it hits uh. Uh, 10 minutes. Um Because I'm going to mute myself because I did not do my homework for that one. Uh, but I did watch something else. Uh so yeah, uh, check out the description to see where you need to skip ahead at, and we can go from there. All right, spoilers are starting now, and I'm muting my headset. It's not right. great when he's muted. It's fantastic when he's muted. <laughs> didn't this didn't he say he had, he had a name for the segment? Uh, I said, I guess it's a brief interlude wherein the boys talk about briefly about the winner. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Uh, it's, it's like you need a bookmark to get through it. Basically, it's so long. So, episode two. Yeah, episode I two. Mean, I, I like, I like we were referred to. Like, I think it, it, it definitely picked up. We finally got to see the two of them together. The nitpicky like relationship between the two of them. The the stuff that we're uh, that we're all uh, waiting for. So, I, I was particularly happy with this. Okay. Uh, this episode, yeah, it was a you good episode. See that relationship. Yeah, it set up a lot of things. Back. Yeah, it, it it also set up a lot of things uh, to play out in the next four episodes. I'm really upset that this is only six episodes now. By the way, really upset. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so it's, I'm kind it's of upset gonna, that it's going to go into that the uh, two of them didn't meet in like the end of the first episode or something to get together or whatever, you know. They they could have done that and move, move things on along a little bit faster, 
But uh, go ahead. What were you saying, Ray? I don't know. I think they did need to end. They need to end on Walker being Captain America. So that way people could talk about it for a week, which they did. If you saw the Internet and all the damn memes. Um, right. I'll make fun of that poor guy, though. I yeah, mean, whatever. I, I dude, is... you have to admit, like that wasn't a good representation of what that dude actually looked like in the second episode. He no, because he was looking weird. down with the tree yeah. strap, so everything yeah. was squished together. Yeah, so like his face was kind of squished, his ears were pushed out a little bit. So like, I, I like the internet latched onto that. But dude, in this episode, he looked like a badass. I'm not oh, gonna yeah, lie; I think did. they did that on purpose. Like, really? Like, I yeah, I, I do. Uh, I think they, uh, I think they went as unflattering as possible on purpose. We we are Down supposed like to not or, like this guy. Not supposed to be good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, they, like they they didn't really set this dude up for the I don't like this guy until all the way at the end where he's like stay out of my way. The rest of the time he is ultra good guy. You're supposed to love this guy so much. I mean the the posters everywhere, the way people are reacting to him when he's around. He is like he's. He's portrayed oh. as some, something that people are like supposed to be cheering for. Until he, well, like, all I saw was, uh, way, all I saw was go- this I what? I, I all go ahead, Brian. Say what you're gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say it all depends on which angle you're looking at it from. If you're looking, if you went into this mm-hmm. show from Sam's angle, then you're gonna start not liking this guy mm-hmm. already from the get go. Um, that's all I was going to say. Yeah, and all I saw was a whole lot of government propaganda and BS and, like, straight through. I mean, yeah, apparently I Disney's agree. got a lot to say without, you know, putting little thumbtacks in the poster board to say, here's my point. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I just I, they're also they're also making fun of themselves a little bit in this. This was a, a, a little bit of a seeing your darkest self in the mirror because that's exactly what they did to cap so to speak you know what i mean like uh disney as an entity took captain america around paraded him around made him do things put out toys for him you know put posters everywhere of, of the him and the avengers like to make money the government's doing it to instill some you know uh, uh, uh these uh uh that brand loyalty to captain america for the general public in the Marvel audience. So right. it, it's really interesting, the the parallels of things that they're running here. I was not expecting yeah, this out of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I can agree with that. I think, I think all of the Avengers after Thanos should have all gone into group therapy together, to be honest with you, because uh, <laughs> apparently well, all yeah, of them absolutely. need it. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I'm, I'm very impressed with, uh, you're, like you said, the interplay between the two of them. Um, I think that the racial overtones, because they're not undertones, are a little ham-fisted right now. I hope they get a little bit more yeah. uh, uh, sub, you know, like subtle in the storytelling, because then it'll be a little bit more poignant. Right now, it feels a little after-school specially. You know, the cops roll up on them, right. ask the mm. white dude if he's okay, and ask for ID from the black dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Until Bucky was like, do you know who uh, this guy is? Yeah, which you shouldn't need to do that. That shouldn't even be the case. Yeah, exactly. You know? It, that, didn't, um, that didn't happen when he was at the bank. When he was at the bank, the guy knew so, who he was. 
Yeah, so I need, I yeah, need a little bit more. Alone. So there's still uh, the, the racial uh, under slash yeah. overtones there. Like, and uh, I think there's a lot to say about that, too, because if you think about it, Bucky is Falcon's, like, sidekick, basically, in this. And, like, they're looking into, like, the black mirror of the opposing Captain America being the white guy with a, a black sidekick. You know what I mean? So there, there's definitely some some Oof. racial uh, undertones, overtones, whatever you want to say, to even those those two's relationship to each other. Mm-hmm. Like they're definitely like opposed. Oh, by the way, which uh, the the dude, the sidekick to Paul Walker, I'm gonna call him U.S. Agent from now on because I'm not calling him Captain America. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right? oh, I agree <laughs> that. yeah. So um, is actually the. Yeah, he's the second Bucky in the comics, and the reason they changed him to Star Dust or Star Power, whatever his name was, was because he was he was <laughs> a, a legitimately right? yeah he he was a legitimately bad <laughs> character, like hated more than Jason Todd was as the second Robin. He was just and he was uh, uh, problematic fair. because they wrote him as a dumb black man subservient to this white dude, Paul, uh, a U.S. agent, I swear. So they had to change him completely and revamp him. Um, I'm glad they went with the, the, the newer moniker for him, you know, um, so that way it doesn't carry around. Because think about if he says, my name's Bucky, because the government told me that's my name, and then Winter Soldier punches his head clean off. That was all I was waiting for, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was I was hoping for that I mean, confrontation to get a little bit more violent, but mm. yeah, I, I was happy. I mean, that's later. basically what happened. It, it'll get there. He 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 dropped his uh his his name his uh alias or whatever, and then they're like, "I'm done. Just pull the car over. I'm getting out." Yeah, this this is it. Like I, I I'm happy uh that that they're going. Down those avenues, there's still one thing I'm waiting for. Uh, Zemo. I am so yeah, glad. Yeah, well, they showed him right, right there. The little sticker. I know, right at the end. The little uh, sticker. Brian, just so you know. Dangling uh, it. Yeah, Zemo is my f- one of my favorite Marvel villains of all time. Absolutely. And the fact, and the fact that he won in Civil War, it made me so happy. Okay, because <laughs> he won. I, I, He's one of the very few villains that won in the MCU, hands down. Right. Like, there was no tie about it or anything. The tension that I feel, though, with him being reintroduced in this series, right? And Marvel has yeah. a tendency to want to kill off the villain at the end of some of these things. I don't want that to happen because we need some Thunderbolts movie or, or I, show in my life. That's where I was tension. going. <laughs> That's where I was going because they really seem to be leading up to the Dark Avengers, but yeah, like oh, not yeah. in this phase, not in this phase. Probably in the next, uh, like yeah. laying all the seeds down, putting everything in, introducing everyone, and then all of a sudden, this team shows up led by Red Hulk. Because <laughs> if it's you know what I'm saying, or Zemo pulling the strings, you know, in the background, or whatever the case is, like. I can see that as um, like a phase five, like first, first half villain. You know how they do the phases and halves. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I that's would, what I would see really Dark like Avengers, see. Thunderbolts, like uh, uh, that would be amazing. Yeah. I know we still have Sharon Carter 
to uh, yep. pop up in this series, so I'm excited for that. Sharon uh, Carter still has to pop up. Um, Zemo still has to show up fully. And I do like the sympathy that they're showing, like the the because the, they used, we talked about it for U.S. Agent how they they showed him as a human being. I also like that they okay. did that for the Flag Smashers. So I have a feeling that they're not as right. bad as we think they are. Which, which yeah, could be I, th- I think they're misguided. Yeah. I I I think they're being manipulated. Uh, what is it? The power broker is the the one who's that's the dude. I think to, that's that's yeah. I think he's trying to kill them, which is going to yeah. be awesome. The fact that the they're all scene, super soldiers, mm-hmm. and we got to see the new U.S. agent, uh, his team, and a Falcon and Winter Soldier all get their asses kicked. I mean, they didn't win that Handed. fight. Handed. Yeah, they got uh, yeah. <laughs> easily. Everybody else walked away and got some chicken livers. They were all laid out. <laughs> like <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, so I, uh, that, I like the fact that they can they can do stuff like that. Like the heroes don't always have to win and. You know, there's some gray area, like you said, to the to the flag smashers. Uh, like, yeah. are they really that bad? I mean, yeah. it seems like an altruistic goal to have no borders, one people for the entire world. Everybody's living in peace. The end, yeah, the ends do not justify the means here, though. Although right. I do have a feeling that the serum that they stole is the super siege, uh, soldier serum. I, that shipment where, right. where they said, oh, it's it medicine. A- it's not medicine. I do I have like a feeling that's yeah. I do like that they baited they baited uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier into that like that <coughs> fight on top of the uh, trucks. Oh yeah, when, the the hostage was really like the head of <laughs> yeah, and the when flag he, and when he's running alongside and he jumps up on the one in front of the other one, I'm like, doesn't the other truck see him? Why aren't they saying anything? Well, they're not. The super soldiers are not going to shoot at each other. <laughs> yeah, we obviously saw what happened here. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but that was all set up, and and I, I love that 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 was a setup. It's it's it was neat. Yeah. All, all in all, good good episode. Really happy yeah. with it. Um, and uh, what's his face is now a girl. Uh, Carl Morgenthau, the flag smasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carly instead yeah. of Carl, right? Yeah. But the whatever I I don't mind the the gender swap at all. I don't still that's that's fine. Whoops, some ass. (laughs) Just that smile that she had when she got called a hostage. She was like, (laughs) boom, (laughs) kick your ass now. That's fine. I I think all in all, um, there's a lot of stuff I'm still waiting to see out of the show. I really just need Sam to get his head out of his ass. Yeah, like he's so filled with doubt, and I get it. Like that's that's Captain Motherfucking America that gave you the shield, and you don't feel grown up enough to use it. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen this well, type I, of storyline play out in comics a lot. You know, so well, yeah. it's, I I think it also has to do with like like he he doesn't have just doubts about himself. He has doubts about America as a whole being ready for a black Captain America. You know what I mean? Him stepping yeah, into those yeah. shoes. Can can America handle that? Him being the symbol. You know what I mean? Well, and you know, uh, yeah, I, you're gonna have to I get over it. We, yeah. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. But you know, it, on the national level, you know what I mean? We've seen what's happened in the last couple of years, you know what I mean? So I could understand his self doubt when it comes to sure. that. Like is, is America ready for, for somebody with my skin tone to stand up and say, I yep. represent all of you? 
which wraps so it back to Isaiah Bradley. Wraps it back to Isaiah Bradley, which I think they used fantastically in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first black uh, super soldier. Right. Right. So they moder- they modernized that story from Red, White, and the Truth, the real Captain America story, um, which was a comic that put that that's out there that Marvel has, and that he's the basis for that I- Isaiah Bradley character. Um, they injected in World War II in the comics. They injected a whole troop of of black, let like a whole black troop with the super soldier serum because it wasn't perfected. So the government experimented on these guys and sent them off into the war. Yeah. Um, and right. that they all died. But since him. that, yeah, since that couldn't take place since Steve was frozen, and that was like a billion years ago, they updated it uh, to be what Vietnam they said or something like that. Which is uh, very yeah. good. Yeah, thirty uh, years good, back. Yeah. Which also makes sense into the continuity that uh, Thunderbolt Ross specifically stated in Hulk that they've never been able to perfect the Super Soldier Serum. Right. So everything plays out That's a, back backwards in continuity, which is amazing. All right. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I hope he comes back because the kid that answered the door is a big, important part of the Marvel universe right now. So they need to spend a little time there, honestly. Um, they probably will. I'm not, I am not going to spoil that one yet until, unless they decide to pull that trigger. Okay. So I I think Jeremy's waiting to come back. Should we wave at him? You ready, Dave? One, two, three. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's what i imagined your face looked like when you told us you said let's talk about sex baby what oh brian he whispered that into our ears last night oh wow that was this morning jeremy well yeah technically i guess did you already say the the name of the second hell did you guys do last night while i was asleep We sailed the seas on Sea of Thieves. You know, the game that we can't mention on the podcast anymore because we we did a whole episode about it. Mm -hmm. Brian's wearing the t-shirt. And we literally played for four hours last night. That's the one you, the new one you got, you said, right? I don't think he was listening. You're muted. Oh. Oh, he has it. He's crunching on a a, a delicious, delicious. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's mad loud. I don't don't want to hear anything that's going on there. That All looks right. like real crunchy. I could so, see. Uh, oh, what's up, snaps. What's up next, sir? We are going to talk next? about. I'm assuming you watched the Suicide Squad trailer. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of played on Resident loop for the DC, last 14 hours. Super fan. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about the DC Suicide, the Suicide Squad trailer that just dropped on Friday. It's the James Gunn flick, and it is not actually. Let's ask Ray. Do you think it counts as a sequel to Suicide Squad? Um, This is one of those issues where in comics, um, a new writer and and artist take over an existing comic. And while it's considered a continuation, it is considered like an all new direction. So to speak, am I right? Um, I, I, I'm just going to shut the whole argument down here because Jeremy's about to try and jump in here with the whole. It's not a sequel. It's it's, it, it's a reboot starring half the same cast. No, no, no. it just happens. This is what it's called in the industry, Jeremy. Yeah. Je, no, th- this is a standalone sequel. 
that's yeah, what this, this is thing like a is. soft I, I would say it's a soft restart of it, it's of it it's not it, hard this is not a hard reboot this is not a right. remake this a is standalone not sequel is a sequel that doesn't continue any of the storylines from the original movie it can be watched in it just has some of the people starring the same cast. Yeah, yeah yeah that's what's a standalone um, sequel <laughs> here and and I'm here's some quote. Here's some examples. Like I'm just going to let you know. Uh, it's also like any of the James Bond movies where they switch the Bond. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so like none See? of the Bonds are – well, some of the Bonds yeah, are Yeah, they're all but, uh, Bonds. Sequels. <laughs> all, you see what I'm getting? Like, they're not sequels. But they're all sequels yeah. to each other. It's like a perfect couple for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're all the same, the same continuity, yeah. Yeah. I, I do believe that they are keeping uh, the actors so that way we're familiar and they don't have to give us the whole origin of the Suicide Squad again, which is where I think the soft reboot is happening. Okay? Yeah. Like, uh, technically, people yeah. can take their knowledge from the first Suicide Squ uh, uh, Squad movie into this and understand why we're doing what we're doing, where we are, and who half of these people are. Yep. That's what's going on. Okay. Yeah, so so you're not going to have a continuation of like the 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 Jared suicides, Leto. But yeah, yeah, like all of that that ends. Now we have a standalone sequel that that has all this stuff. It's very similar to like uh, Alien versus Aliens. You can watch Aliens mm -hmm. without having to know anything about that. None of the rest of the the crew of the Nostro yeah, uh... are in that movie except for Ripley. Alien is the same, and they choose the same the person. Same. <clears throat> but the I don't think the characters in this movie are going to be the same. They're just wiping the slate, like except no. for what's her name. No, the, the, no because uh, Flag and Harley know each other. She's obviously yeah. been on the team before. The thing about the Suicide Squad is it's that literally door. in every story, at least two villains die. I'm not going to lie to you, okay? Like, a bunch of people die in every Suicide Squad. That's the whole point. Uh, uh, Storyline in the comics, yep. which is the whole point. They can keep on revolving new villains in for different character dynamics. So even if we get a sequel to this one, we're still going to get half of a whole different new team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because half of them will die. <laughs> half of them will be pardoned. But then Pardon maybe those escaped? guys will come back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, or, or then they get caught again doing something stupid, and then they're back in jail. And then Amanda Palmer that's comes exactly. along, and you know, like yep. that's how they re they revolve that door, baby. So if you want to know so, who the staples, if you want to know who the main characters of Suicide Squad in the comic are, it's Captain Boomerang, Harley Quinn, Flag. <laughs> Nobody else has ever like stayed yeah. around very long. But they also recruit members of the Justice League occasionally, too. Wonder Woman's been on the Suicide Squad, so has Martian Manhunter. No. Uh -huh. that's no. Cool. He's not recast. That's a different character. What's wrong with you? One is Deadshot. Not, the other one is Bloodsport. Yeah. Yeah. Bloodsport. That's pretty cool. That's a cool name. Uh, yeah, for right. Jean Claude well, Van Damme movie. The way yeah, I'm, the way I'm choosing to look, uh, at, love that look at this movie is, um, it's kind of like Serenity because Serenity from uh, Firefly series when that movie came out. Isn't that just a long episode? No, they they uh, no. they did they did like, like a they did like a retelling of some of the story in the movie that is not the same as the show. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge. Firefly fan. I know I just lost fans by saying that, but 
Like I've seen it. I, I've seen the series maybe two or three times. And I've I saw the Serenity. movie like twice. I saw the movie so, twice. I had never seen uh, a yeah, fire. The, the series is way better than the movie. You can see Serenity I, without seeing the movie. Or the show, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I got most of it. But I mean if we're if if we're gonna break it down to to like does this look like a good movie or not, regardless yes. of whether it's a, a sequel, yeah. a standalone sequel, that. a reboot. I I'm going to go ahead and say as the like the staunch Marvel fan up in here, I am excited as hell to see this. And if King Shark doesn't steal the show, I'm walking out of the theater. He's already blown By up. By the way, like oh my god, I found out that King voice Shark. is Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that man even more now. Like, what the hell? It's crazy. Um, there, there were a couple of things that I really enjoyed about this trailer. Um, the fact that it was a red band trailer really did it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, yeah. for those of you not in the know, when you see a trailer and it's got red behind it, it's called Red Band Trailer. And those are the R-rated trailers where they get to curse in the trailers. Otherwise, trailers have a green background, mm-hmm. like where they show you the MPAA the people. rating is. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the, the fact that people got ripped in half, a whole a dude got swallowed. <laughs> and uh, for Jeremy, I am going to give you a little tidbit of things to come. Okay. The giant kaiju at the end the is fish. actually a real DC villain. And it's uh-huh. trivia, the very first Justice League <clears throat> villain ever in 1960. Yep. God damn it. Like six, 66. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the cover. It's over there. <laughs> on my, on my wall. Deep. They're digging deep. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, well, no, Starro is actually one of the most dangerous villains in Starro. the universe. Starro. Okay, S-T-A-R-R-O, Starro the Conqueror. That thing's sentient as hell and replicates itself. And the little baby starfish, yeah, yeah, the baby starfish latch on people's faces and then he has control of you. I'm not kidding. I saw a cosplay of Starro Starro once and it was just a person. They were in the suit and then they had like little action (laughs) figures of the Justice League like all around. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's funny. The it, it's it's a, a really famous uh, cover. Yeah, I have it over there. Um, <clears throat> and it is actually, believe it or not, another second piece of trivia because it's Justice League number one. Also, the first time Aquaman had ever been on a cover. Hmm. That's crazy. See, <laughs> that is some knowledge bombs. Um, yeah, this is like. I get the same excitement when I saw this trailer that I do for generally all the Marvel releases. Like I was like, I really want to see this. Like I was excited. This I think this is the first time since like maybe the Dark Knight. Maybe I don't even remember how I felt when it I saw it. It has a really that. good I, energy I'm to really it. Excited. Yeah. It has it feels yeah, like it's it, fun. It, mm-hmm. uh, and like I like gritty and stuff, but like I, I mean yeah, it is the, the classic rock. <laughs> you know, the amping you up. The yeah, you know, the interplay between the the characters like this is classic uh, James Gunn, right? Yeah, uh, I think he was exactly what they needed to to get in uh, to this to 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 revive it because the the first one let, let's be honest fell a little flat. You know, there was good parts of it, but like I said, I watched that Gen Con, and people walked out of it completely silent, like shuffling out, like. <laughs> Like we just watched Schindler's List. Like everybody was just kind of like, 
the first two thirds of that movie was really good. The last act really let you down is what that, oh, yeah. that happened to that movie. I, I can agree with it that. Started like, off, yeah, it started off real strong and then all four of its tires went flat and it kind of shimmied into over the finish line. It was just terrible. Yeah, I never finished it. In that sense. I had um, no interest. Um, you might. There's a lot of hot chicks in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for this, uh, I'm, I'm, I am... I'm ex- but you know what? I get excited over all geek stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's very few properties that I don't get excited for. Um, yeah, this uh, is a movie I want to see in the uh, theater. Uh, I did like the uh, the one with um, Harley Quinn, uh, Birds of Prey. I saw that in yep. theaters. I, I, I like that. that one, too. Uh, I enjoyed I like it. That. I wasn't I excited enjoyed that. Like it was for this. I, I, there, I, it's not a perfect movie, but I did enjoy that one. I think it's one of the, like, the, the top DC movies movies that's right yeah yeah i don't know why it got so much flack it really did yeah well i think it's because of the name of it nobody wanted to see a birds of prey movie because they don't know who birds of prey are it doesn't have the present company excluded i think if you throw birds of prey out into the zeitgeist they spit back either hey i remember that show from the 90s that sucked or what are you talking about (laughs) Oh, or, yeah. or 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 <laughs> or maybe about? possibly what is it about like bald eagles and shit? Like I don't understand what you're. You know. I, I completely. I'm trying to figure out why they went with like a 16 word title. Oh right. yeah, yeah, I think that was the other problem. Was like people are like, what like, is this? Yeah, this is weird. You know, that's a long like, journey put, to get to Harley Quinn on screen. That's all they needed to say. They, which, honestly, <laughs> yeah, it sh- it should have been called Harley Quinn. And the birds of prey, and then the sixteen words, because then that at least gets you, and you understand why the rest of this is crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I agree. So, and once they changed it, hello, they doubled their box office. I yeah. can't, I, I can't believe they changed the title of the movie midstream, like That's as it was in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I was crazy. Just people were like. The Fantabulous. It's, it's, uh, what? Yeah, I don't want to nah, see I'm that. Not, I don't want to see that. I'm not, nope. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I just want to say a uh, highlight for me was not King Shark, even though he was very close. It was John Cena saying, I will eat all the dicks on this beach. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That little interaction. I was like, why would there be dicks on the beach? That was a good like conversation. Ah, so I beautiful. Love I love it. So, all I right. might actually watch that again. I'm ex- I'm just I've already seen it like five times because, yeah. you know, one for me, one for Liz, then one for both of us, and then two more <laughs> times because we're trying to see all the, the small head. things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's true. Pick and identifying who the people are, Weasel and the Thinker and Polka Dot Man. Uh, who is he? He was. Uh, he's actually a pretty badass villain in the movie. Um, who? Uh, Pete Davidson. I forgot who he was supposed to oh, be. Oh, really? Though. Yeah. Uh, he's the dude that officially is the only one to shoot and injure Superman. Like he has huh. specialized guns or some That's shit like boy. that, if I remember right. I my do boy. like Pete Davidson. I do That's like him. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to all of that. So yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah, really looking forward to that. I'm excited for DC. So, uh, it feels weird. So uh, uh, let's let's go a little bit beyond this, Jeremy. Have you uh, have you done anything from the list today uh, this week? I did. I For those of you Clerks. not in the know, Jeremy has to watch 
a certain amount of movies that Dave and I have given him a list for because apparently uh, Jeremy's child that's never been molded by uh, geek culture the way we have through movies. So we're just trying so, so that way he gets our in jokes and he understands and you know uh, maybe appreciates what he's getting into, so to speak, as part of the culture. He's like so, uh, he's ahead, like Captain Jeremy. America after he come after he's unfrozen. Yeah, he's got the little notebook. <laughs> he needs a list. Pretty much. There you go. There oh, he's, got, he's got the blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah much. there you go. Yeah. All he's, right. He's our Captain America. So I watched uh, Clerks um, okay. on HBO Max, sponsored by. It's good. Uh, we're, open. <laughs> it's not, um, we're not sponsored by HBO. Not no, yet. Say that. You know, we got to speak it into existence, manifest it. Um, I really liked it. Uh, honestly, I was a little surprised because, like, uh, because I'm um, Jay and Silent Bob is such a huge like following and obviously knowing Dave. I always thought it was about like the movie was about them, but they're just like uh, the side characters. So I was like a little surprised it was about Dante and like Randall. They've always been uh, the side characters I didn't until, mind. until Jay and Silent Bob strike back. I did not see. I'm ignorant. I'm an ignorant little fool. Um, yeah. Let me look <laughs> at my notes quick. Uh, yeah. I really liked it. Um, I didn't, I liked the filming style. Uh, I really liked this, like the physical film. You could feel like the grain. That was pretty cool. Like you don't really see that a whole lot. Yeah. Um, black and white. Uh, was that out of necessity or is that a style choice? Or that was out oh. of necessity. Uh, the movie w- was was created on a, a a budget of maxing out credit cards and selling a comic book collection. Oh my god! So, yeah, Kevin Smith sold his comic collection for that. That yeah. and like ninety percent of that shit was like at night. On top of that, right? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Say, worked, it's funny. Some days he worked were, like, at quick, that night. Like he worked at Quick Stop during the day. He worked there. That's that oh was god. his job in RST Video. At night, they would the the shutters were stuck closed, so that it could be daytime while they were inside the store. Oh, uh, that's then, uh, Okay. They they would film all night and then he'd go right back to working all day uh okay. and then when he wasn't actually working at either of those things he was editing inside of rst video they have the big editing machine and back then oh wow you know you had to actually edit film so really? they had a big editing machine over in, in the the next building over well not building but the next you know unit over and they were doing the editing too yeah um yeah i liked uh i thought some of the i don't know if it was like the 90s style but like the acting seems different. I don't know. No, that's uh, because he just pulled his friends to do the film. Yeah, honestly. Okay. Yeah, like some of them were good. <laughs> well, um, some of it was like indie movieish. Uh, I mean, yeah, it like, was an indie movie. But like, like some Pino of it was Holleran, like, who plays Dante, was was uh, not a professional actor, but he had been in a lot of plays and stuff. And he actually auditioned. Um, uh, a lot of the people auditioned on First Avenue Playhouse in in. Uh, New Jersey, it's like one town over. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I want to say Marilyn Gigliani, she had prior experience. Uh, Jeff Anderson might have had a little bit, but I, um, I think he kind of just fell into it on a lark and ended up with Randall. Um, Dante was originally supposed to be played by Kevin Smith, but he. He backtracked it. How, how did he pay these people? Did he just like you know pay him out of credit card or did he go to like to an agency that would pay them uh i don't think that they got really paid (laughs) it was more for okay yeah this wasn't like a sag thing this really was an independent film 
Yeah, this, this was like, hey guys, come and I'll, I'll I'll see if I can give you cash, but you might have to take a check, you know. <laughs> and, I, and don't cash I, the I check until state. Uh, yeah, Kevin Smith was originally supposed to play Randall. Oh, okay, I I, I believe, um, but he decided that he can't be in front of the camera that much, behind the camera that much, directing, yeah, and, and running everything at the same time. So that's why he yeah. downshifted into Silent Bob. Uh, because then he didn't have to remember lines. He didn't have, yeah. Dante was supposed to be Silent scenes. Bob at first. Um, Wasn't he? Brian O'Hara no, uh, was Silent Bob? No, uh, I think it was uh, Coey London was supposed to be oh, Silent okay. Bob at first, but then he, he knocked him out or whatever. I I forget exactly. Like the, There's there's so much to, to remember about like the actual filming. I'd suggest watching, if you want to know more about like the behind the scenes of it, uh, you watch any of the Q and A's with Kevin Smith, but there's also a movie called uh, Shooting Clerks, which yeah. is a movie about the making of the movie Clerks. And it's not by, not made by Kevin Smith. It's made by other people yeah. who who like the yeah. movie so much. Yeah. So Chris Downey so, and his crew created that that movie to kind of tell the backstory how like Brian Johnson from Comic Book Men was the basis for Randall. Um, yeah. Like so, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So, Jeremy, if you like, like if you if you like that movie, you'll like Chasing Amy. Which is another. Isn't Paul Rudd in that? No, no. Ben Affleck, Jason Lee. He's good. Joey Lauren Adams. Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob. (laughs) I thought the writing was good too. I liked the. I mean. I'm not like knocking their acting or anything, but I feel like if other people had played the parts too, like the just the interaction could have felt less like this guy saying his lines and then this guy saying his lines and more like people are interacting. Um, yeah, I thought the lighting was the writing was like you know snappy, quick, funny. Um, I liked it. it was like the deep conversations like inside a gas station, like using like their life as like a uh, as like the example. A lot the, of it is pulled from life experiences. Really. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so, I like that. Um, <clears throat> so you enjoyed the dialogue. Uh, the acting was a little stiff. Uh, you you liked the filmmaking, the actual film. Yeah, I thought the, the movie, filmmaking, which is, um, which is fantastic. Um, it was interesting how they went between like still shots and then like some of it. I don't not handy cam because the camera is probably too big, but like free motion cam, <laughs> not just like yeah. the. Walking. Kevin Smith, Smith is basically known for the the static shot. It's not going to move like the, in mm-hmm. the beginning of his career, and then as he gets like further on in his career, the the camera definitely moves more. Like if you watch, he learns more techniques. That, yeah. yeah. What did you think about the guy <clears throat> in the bathroom? I thought I didn't honestly didn't see that part coming. I was like, uh, yourself, they got the rough stuff in the back. <laughs> I thought he was he was great. Um, and then at the end with the uh, spoiler alert, no, I was, I, not really spoiler. But uh, yeah, when she, when uh, I was like, oh my god, she slept with the guy from earlier. And then they pulled the sheet over his head in like the very next shot. I was like, she had sex with the dead guy. I was like, oh my god, like, what? <laughs> like, on top of having sex with a random guy, it was like he was dead. And I was like. What yep. <laughs> can they do that? But that was 30, pretty, uh, how many dicks? 37 dicks, 37 in a row, in a row, <laughs> <laughs> 36, 37. 
Oh, so no, no, no. eventually, once all this is gone and like you're you're done with the list or whatever, there is you know clerks, small rats, chasing Amy, Dogma, Jane, Silent Bob. If you like that. it, yeah. If, yeah, there is the avenue to go down. That oh, and it's know, such the, a good avenue, recovery. such a good avenue. <laughs> so uh, it, it, you know, some references are dated. You know, like you know, it's not as woke as probably some movies are now. You know, uh, it's a little crude. But there is the that, like you said, the heightened vocabulary and stuff of, of the dialogue. Like everybody has, you know, uh, talks a little bit more eloquently than they probably should. <laughs> that they're in, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. As far as certain things, and then other things are crude as hell. But yeah. um, like, the, there's definitely some some other gems to to find in there. The, there's identifiable characters. And My favorite is Dogma, stuff. personally. That, that is a good pull. I mean, my favorite's still Clerks because it was the one that introduced me to the, the whole thing. The one that introduced me to the whole thing I really like was Mallrats, and that one's probably my favorite. That, that's fair. Like usually, it's that that first one that, that people latch onto. But like the back in the day when you had to buy uh, VHSs from the the rental place mm-hmm. before they were released for home video. Uh, like things used to release like that. So you had your theater release, and then eventually it would be released for a rental place like, yeah, Blockbuster or your local rental place. Then it would be released for, you know, home viewing, like where you could buy the VHS, and then it would be released on TV generally, like a year later, two years (laughs) later, or whatever. Um, so if you, if you missed it in theaters, which I did with Clerks because I was young, uh, and it, didn't play on many screens, you know, throughout the United States. The first time I got to see it was when it hit rental. rental. And I, I bought the VHS, but the problem was if you bought the rental VHS, it was a hundred bucks because yeah. you would have to Used rent to it out to get your money back. So you would buy the rights to rent it out as part of the purchase price. So it's one of two movies that I spent the entire rental oh. price to get my own copy for my local rental store. It was Clerks and Pulp Fiction. Those were the only two that I ever popped in. Never, and never did that. A hundred bucks. I did not for. know that. Yeah. The rest of the time, you could because if you waited till it could hit Suncoast Video, it's a twenty dollar, you know, fifteen bucks for a VHS, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there were certain movies that I just couldn't wait that extra six months, nine months, a year sometimes for the release for home video. Yeah, but that like was now. also at the age where you could repeat a movie and. <laughs> It, it, like now, as an adult, I can't look. I I'll watch my favorites maybe once a year. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like, but back when we were teenagers, man, you could hear the same CD over like a billion times on repeat, or watch the same damn movie, and nobody would would uh, raise an eyebrow at you, nor would you lose interest, which is really weird. I don't know where our brains decide to draw that line and say. I can't do this anymore, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't really watch anything. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt, but I just got an error message saying quota uh, exceeded. You have run out of free disk space. A local backup of this is of this data. I recommend you stop the recording and clear out some space. I'm I'm tired of this bullshit, Jeremy, with Sandcaster. Kill it with fire. Can you? Um, well, you're research? fine. It's just a local backup. It's still loading the cloud. Okay, as long as it's still recording. 
But so it matters. Yeah, no, it's still recording. It's just not shaving to your like cache so space. The, but it only says you're at 45, so I don't know why it's saying that. Or 450. You still have 200 megabytes of in theory. I would like but, to uh, research, research this issue so that it doesn't become a problem later. Like actually, no problem. Yeah, we can we can cut, cover that. Um, and uh, I guess the last thing I'll say is, uh, besides saying that I liked it a lot, um, is okay. uh, the ending. I like the ending scene. It felt like uh, I don't know who if he's inspired by it. <laughs> Brian's camera froze for me at the best. Oh, it stopped. But you're like. Oh, it's great. Um, but uh, Judd Apatow, it's, it feels Judd Apatow-ish, like the the whole like the bromance after the fight, where they're like they're like bruised and then like beat each other up, and then he's like, "All right, you uh, you want to get food tomorrow or whatever?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll see you after I go see the girls or whatever." Um, I was like, "I think that's I how, very modern." I, I think that's basically how they all end, isn't it? All of uh, his movies. I I would say Apatow probably got inspired from Kevin Smith on that one. Yeah. Um. If anything, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure that particular uh, trope has happened even earlier than that. Mm-hmm. I do, I do agree with you that it does feel very reminiscent of that. They're all in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how I, like, like like cyclical that is, though, because yeah. if you think about it, like Apatow inspired by Kevin Smith, and then you get to Zach and Miri make a porno with Seth Rogen, with which Kevin Smith directed. Which is inspired by really? Apatow. Yeah, I didn't, and, I didn't know that. Uh, then, yeah, yeah, every, yeah, everything goes in a circle. Like it, it, that, that's one know. of Kevin Smith's movies that doesn't fall in that universe. Yeah, it's not a viewisk universe movie supposedly, but now it is because with the introduction of Jane Silent Bob reboot, the first character crossed over, which is yeah, Justin Long's character. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Which I, I, find, I find that whole thing uh, uh, imaginative and lovely. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a, a a cinematic universe before cinematic universes were really a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. before Marvel made it popular or like right. something <clears throat> cash worthy. All right, um, and then I guess that was kind of a good segue into like I guess our little final like discussion topic thing that, right. I just wanted, that off the top of my head. Um, the thing you mentioned about like being able to play the same game over and over again, um, or like the same movie, watch the mm-hmm. same thing. Um, this kind of plays into what I'm thinking. But uh, we, me and Brian and someone else were just talking about stuff um, the other day, and I was like, "Oh man, I really like playing hard games or whatever." This is just like this isn't a direct quote. And then Brian was like, "Really?" I like just like you know going in a game and then just absolutely dominating like the enemies. Like, well, I don't, them, like, I don't like to be. I don't, I don't like to get all stressed and like, and like mm-hmm. frustrated with a game. I don't like that. No, no, no. I mean, I like a little bit of a challenge, but I don't want to mm-hmm. be. I don't want to get to a point in a game, whether it be Halo or another game, where I am just doing the same thing over and over again and i just can't Putting your head against the wall yeah and i just can't get past that point so i mm-hmm. i don't like it when when it's like that whether it be online or single player or whatever you know i mm-hmm. just i don't want to be stressed out like i good i like a good like horror game where it scares me and makes me jump a little that's different than being frustrated you know um mm-hmm. so it's it's you know i just i Sometimes I just don't. I don't want to get stressed out. I don't like him being stressed out. It's mm-hmm. not not where I want to live. 
I feel like I've been pushing uh, when I start a game, like a new game. I generally, I don't know when I started doing it, maybe Doom Eternal or Tomb Raider, but I started pushing like the difficulty like to the highest. I remember you commenting on, on Tomb Raider how you you turned off like the hints for climbing, and mm-hmm. I think that was the start of your journey. Yeah, um, I think this. some of it. I feel like as far to... as like interactions with me while we were talking, like the conversation, mm-hmm. I that's the earliest I can remember you saying like, "I want more of a challenge." Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn off these hints. I'm going to turn. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to go total hard mode on like, this. Yeah, like um. And just like, like just last night when we were playing Sea of Thieves, trying to get these pieces for the vault quests or whatever, and the skeletons are just fucking berating you. Like it's, uh, it's just, uh, it's just not, not that that aspect. Of, I don't like that. Like I need to be, you know, be able to handle my own while doing other things. You know what I mean? In the game, like. Mm-hmm. Especially I think, in uh, game, some of it in has to do with that, that you, like the you can explore agreement. things, you know, like you should be able to explore freely and not have to worry about too much, have not have to worry about, um, you know, the the uh dying or you know, you know what I mean. I, I feel like CT is slightly different because like the Athena skeletons aren't more difficult, they just have more health, so like it's not really harder, it's just. Takes more effort, like it's more of a like, like a yeah, but they could do less roadblock as opposed to like um they could spawn them. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like as like difficulty wise, like I'm thinking like Doom, where it's hard because you have to like master certain mechanics in order well, to like get better. But it's not like a roadblock per se. It's not difficult. Like that's why I don't they like just boosted them. the enemy's health. So I don't play Doom. So, but, uh, Difficulties are interesting. Uh, I think it more depends on the type of game it is more yeah. than the actual difficulty. Jeremy, you mm-hmm. choose technically difficult games to play. Um, mm-hmm. Like I like, and, one, and then but... on top of that, you'll spike up the difficulty. You want you want a challenge. You want to sweat. You want. I, I know you're trying to get your second ball to drop forcibly, but video games aren't a way to do it, sir. Uh, <laughs> no, I seriously. Seriously, through the manlyhood. Ser- seriously, though, you choose very difficult games by default. Okay, um, and you, you know that that that's kind of that's kind of where you ride. Um, I don't typically like horribly difficult games because i don't want to feel like i'm wasting my time i also have a rule that if i can't get past something three times um i need to figure out a different way to come at it or improve something else and if it's a linear storyline game and i can't get past it three times guess what's happening uninstall and find it a new game (laughs) dead serious um yeah I'm with you, right? Uh, I'm uh, with you. Because uh, I'm not going to throw my controller across the room. I'm not going to, like, get that frustrated from a video game. The only thing that could ever frustrate yeah, me that much is real people. And that's only because I can't throw them out windows. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to yeah. get frustrated. Like, just I like agree. Brian said, I don't want to get frustrated by video games. I like the stress involved of oh. a difficult situation and a hard win. But I want to feel like I have a chance. Right. Uh, like when we're playing Remnant. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, you know, things are getting like tight in some of those fights, right? But we know. All right, oh, we're the gonna ball go, fight. 
Yeah, we're going to, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And how many times did we do it? We did it like four times, but that was because we kept getting, we kept improving. If it was the same brick wall all three Mm -hmm. times, I would have said, nope, nope, we're going to go to a different game. We're going to try to find some other gear and maybe come back at this. You know what I mean? Like I I would have said something at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't play, I don't play video games to get stressed out. Like life is already stressful. I play video games to de-stress. So. Exactly. Um, oh, for for me, like I I, if the game is a narrative game and I I want to to be entertained by the narrative, the difficulty isn't as important to me. Yeah, I might I might you know what I mean? it down like, if I get frustrated. Yep. Yeah, like I never yeah. go below normal. Like I always go with like the base minimum. Like as, yeah, as a you know, same. I go easy. No, but, I never go like, easy I, either. I'm not ramping it up to 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 make that narrative because I really it's more about the entertainment. I'm more of a movie watcher than a game player. You know, anybody who's seen me play video games knows I'm not that good at it. Um, <laughs> but but I, I do enjoy the narratives behind games. So like if it's something like that, I, I enjoy it. Sometimes if things like you said uh, frustrate me too much, I'll walk away from a game entirely, give it time, yeah. and then come back, and then I'll have one of two. Uh, you know, two outcomes when it comes to that. One would be like my Spider-Man three experience where I couldn't beat Doc Ock at the end of the game. I was getting super pissed. I mm-hmm. tried 50 times, couldn't beat him. I sat the game down and like six months later, I came back to, I picked it up. I was like, I'm going to try this, beat him on the first try. Nice. Right. <laughs> the only like, time like, I... like what was oh. wrong with me the entire time before I couldn't beat him. But then Sometimes there's you get also the, team, the other, bro. Well, yeah, and then there's also the the other outcome, though, <laughs> like with Witcher 3, where I beat the first uh, DLC, and then the second DLC dropped, and I played it a little bit, but I was getting fatigued because I was 100%ing the maps, I was playing too much, I just yeah. wasn't feeling it at that moment. It was beautiful, I really wanted to get into it, but they added some new mechanics and some other stuff, I just didn't feel like doing it right now. So I sat the game yep. down. Six months later, I come back, and I'm getting kicked in the f- teeth by yeah. like level one shit that like should like I should just be like clink with my finger and sending it flying across the map, but it's kicking my ass because I just can't remember the controls. It's too complicated. I'm like, what? How the hell did I ever do this? So now <laughs> I've never finished that DLC because I took that time off. You know mm. what I mean? So there, there, there's you know, uh, it depends on the game. That's there how I felt generally felt, though. I felt about Skyrim because they did the some same thing with some of their DLCs where they. And I'm just like I'm not I'm not doing this DLC because they've reset everything and I've I don't want to have to rebuild everything again. Um, right. The the only time I play a game on the difficulty levels is if it's a game I know and love and have ex- a lot of experience in it. So like Halo, I I've played through all of them numerous times so that I already know. And playing on the legendary, which is the the uh, the hardest, well, I guess not the hardest, but it's the harder of the uh, difficulties out of the box, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. um, the it's because I already know the story. I've already been through it. I'm, you know, I've already hundred percented everything. You know what I mean? Right. And mm-hmm. and this playing it on that difficulty is another step towards that hundred percent. You know. Sure. So um, that's that's the really the only time I do that. To bring up a sliding difficulty, uh, we used to play Division together. 
Okay. Oh yeah. I and and Jeremy's constantly pushing us to go maximum difficulty. And the That's truth is, easy. is I would, oh, I would definitely try it. And it worked because we had uh great teamwork, a lot of cooperation, you know, there, there were tagging targets. There was, there was a whole lot of stuff, but we all knew what we were doing in the game at that point. So right. it was okay for me to say, let's give this a shot and go yeah, for it. Exactly. Um, but you can't just do that when, especially when one person's on shore in a co-op situation. Um, simply for the fact that nobody wants to be the uh, "hold on, let me get this person off the ground again" guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> nobody wants that. Nobody, uh, nobody likes that. And you know, it, no, nobody likes feeling like that. So it, it depends. Like in division, I. I kind of knew that there was a picking up mechanic. There was, you know, there's other things that allow us to really do what we want. We had a dedicated healer. We had a whole bunch of stuff. I was like, all right, cool. Let's go do that. Right. But in other games, I won't, I won't go that high up because I actually, like Dave said, want to enjoy the narrative experience. I want to enjoy the challenge and overcoming the challenge, not uh, shoot me out of an air cannon at this brick wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not the experience I want out of a video game. <laughs> so it depends. Yeah. Like you I have to communicate with the people you with. Yep. Yeah. Like you said, I, I don't want video games to, to frustrate me. It's people that frustrate me. So PVP is the perfect mix of getting sweaty and getting angry versus, you know what I mean? There's no narrative on the line though. Like I'm not playing Call of Duty because I so enjoy the 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 narrative of the pvp aspect of the game there is none mm-hmm. you know what i mean so if i want to challenge i'll play some war zone i'll play some some cold war you know what i mean right. that kind of stuff because there's nothing there is no ai on earth that is more difficult to understand and predict than another human being being insane mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just you know what i mean you, you, yeah. you see it all why did about, do that? Yeah, so you, you, you'll never you'll think- never unravel that mystery. So if I want to get sweaty, that's what I'll do. Uh, but when it comes to just playing a, a single player video game, uh, I, I'm not all about amping up the difficulty all the way because I'm just not that good. You know what I mean? I'm older. My my reflexes aren't as good as they used to be, and uh, yeah, I want to have fun. That's that's what it comes down. I to. I think a lot of it for me comes down to currently like uh. Like I'm probably gonna when Halo Infinite comes out, I plan on playing on Legendary, mostly because it's gonna be like mostly familiar concepts, and it's gonna be like I know I can beat all the other games in Legendary. Nah, so I want this one on Legendary too. Um, I, I want to take my time with that but, uh, and and be able to you know mosey along on on it. So like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not I'm probably gonna play it on um what's the normal difficulty heroic or is it just normal? Basically, Heroic. it's Heroic's right below Legendary, but like it's 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 fine. Yeah, whatever Heroic whatever the normal whatever the normal legend whatever uh, the default is, sure. Yeah, I, okay. that's from that's what with Halo Infinite. That's where I'm going to start. I plan on playing. I think a lot of the other games I play on the difficulty, like the highest, is because I know I'm only going to play it once now. Like I used to be like, oh, I'll play a normal and then I'll beat it on veteran or whatever. But I never. I'm not going to go back and play. That's why. Over again. That's why I do what I do. If it's a game that I'm only, I know I'm only going to play once. I'm going to stick to the normal or even easy because I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for myself and get pissed off at the game. You know what I mean? So. 
and I can get I feel unless it's like a annoying game like Battletoads. Uh, usually, like with <laughs> um, I'm thinking, uh, what game? Uh, that, like Assassin's that Creed. Like an underhanded screw you, rare, just sucker punch right there. No, 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 no. just like it's uh, like dumb. It's like the, like you uh, missed a pixel when you did the jump. Like that's not the kind of difficulty I like. I consider like hard. That's kind of just like the cheap kind of difficulty. Uh, but like Assassin's Creed, I played on the hardest, and like. Mm-hmm. As long as it has like defined rules or whatever, like when you die, you're like, wow, I'm an idiot. I shouldn't have like gone in there, guns blazing. Did, uh, I should like take my time. Like Doom, I was like, you weren't getting enough armor. You got to use that certain weapon. You got to like, you know, focus on different things. So I feel like it's making me better. Did the Tomb Raider games have uh, difficulties? They had a really yeah. in-depth one. So you can make like the combat more difficult or you can make uh-huh. like the, the puzzle story elements more difficult, like hide the the clues to where you need to climb and stuff like that, which is what I did. I enjoyed that a lot because it felt more like I was exploring uh, I played, and I not played following it. a path. I did the opposite for all the Tomb Raider games. I, played- <laughs> I just played them on normal. And you know yeah. what? All three of them were very enjoyable and fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, they were, like, I liked great them. series. <laughs> I'm glad they're taking a break, but I, I'm looking forward to the next one. I played all three of them back to back. I I did pretty much too because, but I played the second one first because it was on Game Pass. <laughs> uh-huh. and then I was like, "Wow, this is really good!" So then I played the first one. I bought it and played through the first one, and then the third one came out, and I bought it right away and played through it. So. When the third one the first two, I didn't play the third one. When the third one came out, it was it, it was like a maybe like a year after that was when I first became interested. I was like I was bored and I was going to the GameStop. I'm like I want something you know to keep me entertained. The guy was like, oh well, you know, d- did you like uh, the Batman games or did you like this style of game? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. He's like, all right, try Tomb Raider then. He's like, the third one just came out, but the other two were on sale. If you want to buy all three of them right now, and I'm like, sure, let's do it. And then <laughs> I played all three of them back to back. Yeah, good choice. They were really good, and man, you don't have to look far for a strong female protagonist. Uh-huh. Uh, those games are, she, you know, smart, you know, oh, yeah. athletic, uh, deadly. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's, she, yeah, she's self reliant. Uh, mm-hmm. They really did a good job of making her more so that than the original Tomb Raider games, where it was kind of yeah. like, look at her boobs. Like, yeah, like the, the, <laughs> they're huge. Ones. Yeah, it's it's true. Uh, but <laughs> this one was, uh, and they're and they're pyramids. I don't know, whatever. Uh, but, no, the, the, these ones. I, I think she was a well-written character. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did, all yeah. of them. But I, what I didn't do was amp up the the difficulty because I wanted no. to enjoy it. No, not at all. So, Jeremy, um, you're alone in your difficulty spiking, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoy the fact that you constantly try to challenge yourself in these things. Have you ever lowered a difficulty because you hit a brick wall? Uh, it's just that damn good. I'm trying to think. No, no, no. It's, you know, <laughs> some, to... some people just really, you know, get into these things and do that. There was a lot of uh, times when I was playing Doom Eternal where I would like, I'd be like, holy shit, I cannot beat this Slayer gate. And then I'd open the menu and I'd be like, if I do it, I'm a failure. No, I was like, no, don't, no, like, don't uh, go back. And like, it didn't affect like the story yeah. or anything like that. It's just yeah. like a like a personal thing because I was like, no, when I beat the Slayer Gate on the difficulty, and I was like, that's the exhilaration, like yes, like I am a god. See, that's what he's chasing. That's what he's yeah. chasing. We're chasing the story, and he's yeah. chasing that feeling of I kicked its ass. Yeah, which is and okay. I like the story, I'm, but, but I'm fine with equally, me, I guess. Yeah, they're equally mm-hmm. valid points of view, and I, I think 
I think like the 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 breakdown of how this is three three on one, not versus. You know what I mean? But I think that's probably pretty standard for across the board. Like yeah. for this question, I think I, I think if you put this question out into the universe, I think only twenty five percent of people would be like, "I love the the top difficulty. That's all I play on," and yeah. and that's the the way it is. I think yeah. the vast majority of gamers would probably be like, "There's a difficulty setting. I just I just pop this <laughs> in play." Yeah, you know what I mean. They they don't they don't look to to up and down it unless that's an actual mechanic of the game, like yeah. Diablo, where you go from you know normal to nightmare to yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Hell. Or yeah. yeah. The only time I've ever voluntarily upped a difficulty was in games like Avengers or Division, where we get better rewards at the end or specific yeah. rewards at the end, things like that. Yeah, if it's a uh, built-in I'll mechanic, do, yeah. then it makes I'll, sense. And in I'll some do of the it, sliding difficulty in MMOs to make sure that I get the better stuff in XP there in, as well. Like it. Mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. In some of the Halos, if you play it on a different difficulty, you get some different cutscenes um, oh, that, yeah. that are not completely different. They're just the dialogue's a little different or something. And cool. that's, that's what that's, that's what cool put idea. Me, that's what put me down that path of trying to 100% Halo in that way because I already knew the game. You know, um, I think developers put difficulties in games because they know that there's going to be different people playing these the same game and want different mm-hmm. you know things that like people want to personalize mm-hmm. their some people want to play the game right out of the box like like me this yeah. this is this is why i like uh the, you know the marvel like or not marvel the lego games because there is no difficulty you can go in and play them and 100 them or in ones that are open world you can just zoom around and you know which i ain't gonna lie some there's the occasional really tough damn puzzle in those things. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you there's don't been have a couple of times. Some of it's difficult to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those I was like, what am I supposed to do here? And literally had to look it up. Like I spent an hour or I yeah. beat the whole rest of the game and came back to the puzzle and said, why yeah, can't I do exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. That's very similar to like the, the Riddler uh puzzles in, in the Batman games. Where exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Throw a battery oh, yeah, yeah, halfway yeah. across the city at the same time you're fun. jumping and hitting this button. And oh yeah, like, it's oh. bullshit. It's it's bullshit sometimes. Tomb Raider had so, that aspect as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was sort of same. Every like, so often, the newest one had that too, where you had to like throw the axe. Yep. And open up like a, a thing, and then, then you know stick yeah. this thing to stop it from moving, and then run through here. Yep. I like oh, stuff it's, like it's that crazy. as long as it's yeah. not like like the the not annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like. Uh, what was it? Arkham or stopping story Knights. progression. That's yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 the Riddler trophies were too, too difficult for me. And I gave up without having to like watch online and study. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want a video game that becomes a second job or <laughs> becomes a college course. And yeah, exactly. having to, uh, to do research in order to play the game. Like I'm not all mm-hmm. about that life. I, I don't, you know, for MMOs and stuff, I, I understand there's a certain amount of, like, I'm going to look at builds or I need to look up how to, like, make this thing or whatever. That comes with the territory. So if I'm playing <laughs> some Guild Wars 2 or something and I need to know something, I'll do a quick hit on, on a, a wiki or something. But, like, something right. like that where, like, in order to get just the, the Riddler trophies, I have to watch 16 hours of video part. on YouTube, YouTube video, I'm, like yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. I'm not gonna 100 that game. It's too difficult. 
I right. don't have the time for that. I want the narrative. I don't need that side shit. Mm-hmm. So that's just how how I roll. But I like uh, your own. Jeremy. Uh, I do not uh, dissuade you from your 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 uh, difficulty ramping. Although I do want to say, can you take off that hat for a second? That gulag hat. Take that off. Now, can you mess up your hair for me? Just mess it up. Is is this a thing? Yeah. Uh, and now, can you go get a stuffed tiger to sit in a toboggan with? Oh my oh god! Oh my Calvin Hobbs. I know that one. Oh. Anyway, my god. sorry. I, <laughs> I, I was just I was distracted for a minute there because when he drops that one arm that has like the different striping down. He, he looks like he should be building a snowman that has an angry oh. face on it. <laughs> oh, I love, I'm going to read those right now, the books. Um, yeah, mostly what came to mind was Doom and then uh, Division, like when we were doing the one, uh, the CIA, in uh, on not even on the hardest mode, Heroic or whatever, and we were just the, that last, last boss. At the, oh, oh the my God. The Pentagon boss in the middle, just like throwing uh. ourselves like – just I, I mean i could have done like the legendary even if we i don't think we ended up beating it but um getting close like i would have done that all day just keep doing legendary runs even if we never or like oh, no, we beat it we, we beat, beat it. it it took us like eight times and i almost Did we beat kill the you that dc night. arena yes uh, oh yeah um no, we beat it. all this talk about division makes me want to play it again i'm not gonna lie i've never I don't want it to break yeah. my heart i don't want to and I know we're gonna play it for a bit, and then like, because they they're not really gonna add more content, so I'm not. They're like, adding like more. Out, they're, they're adding more head hunts, not new maps or anything. Yeah, they're adding yeah. more head hunts, different weapons. That's all they're gonna be doing from now on with it. I think I would buy Division Three. Right off the bat, this time I wouldn't do like never, what we did. We're like, oh, a year later, let's go to play Division Two. I've not. But played I would any really of love them, like so. any group thing. I will play it. The Division's some badass shit, bro. Let me tell you, like, I'm not into modern shooters at all. And the division, for some reason, since the first one had me hooked. I think it's the uh, RPG elements and the fact that it's a fantastical story. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really cool. I don't know. uh, I know what it is. It felt very G.I. Joe versus Cobra. That's what it (laughs) is. It feels like you're on G.I. Joe. Is what it is. Overblown. I like yeah. running around the map, especially DC. Uh, just like running around, like you could come across well, the enemies. Fact that it's accurate as hell. Mm-hmm. It was just I don't know. That has a different vibe. It's kind of like see at these, but there's no enemy or uh, players just trying to murder you for no reason in the middle. You could just like run through DC, and there's enemies or whatever. And sometimes they would murk you if you were playing on veteran in the open world or whatever. But uh, oh. veteran or you know uh, uh, those other operatives when an op oh, shows dark. up. Oh my god, those are so good. Oh, the uh, uh, the uh, the agents, yeah, yeah, out of nowhere. Nothing felt better though when you murked the hell out of them. Oh, yeah. oh my god, and destroyed those guys. So good. I just Before the fact that up. I can say, guys, he's gonna pop up. I'm running left to draw his fire, yeah. and the next thing I know is he had Jeremy go crit, bitch. It's like fucking headshots. Oh man, that game was so fun. It was like a mix yeah. of like skill and like gear because like you yeah. got rewarded for headshots and like doing cool stuff with your skills and whatever. Uh, so like it wasn't just like uh, some other RPG where you're pressing one, two, three, like cyclically yeah. for dips. Um, you were like you had your good gear, but you also had to like be able to play the game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, That's and, what and I'm saying. Had, it's a good mix in between. I had to dodge but, like, like, like between dodging and tanking like with my shield and like if it would break very active I, tanking. I, I have to 
I have to survive through that, so I have to save like my healing through that and everything. So like even tanking mm-hmm. wasn't the boring, you know, hold a uh, aggro rotation of something like World of Warcraft or something. It was it was pretty yeah. Cool. That's why I'm looking it, forward towards uh, Outriders, especially with the the like the world difficulty up to 15, and then the super hard stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a mix of like, are you geared up, and can you like balance like your heals, like your self healing with uh your abilities and stuff so I'm, that's why i'm really looking forward to that hmm. speaking uh, of rpgs um do they have difficulties like skyrim was there different difficulties for skyrim mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but like, mostly I, it was like a hp multiplier it wasn't really that didn't make the game a whole lot harder they just got more health okay so i liked i, I liked skyrim in the in the sense that like the 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 difficulty of the bosses or in, in the enemies grew with you you know what i mean as as you love the opposite up, i kind of yeah. didn't like that really i liked it where and like remnant if you go back to the first world on remnant the enemies are weak like the, it spawns the the instance uh, at whatever level you get in there because uh i like going back and being like or like seeing how much more powerful or like world of warcraft when you go to the starting zone at like level 60 and then yeah, you just you like, like walk past the dude and they die because like your your aura when your or whatever kills them, yeah when you're yeah. Kills them. yeah yeah i i agree 100 percent with with that i don't like games that scale the difficulty with you especially if it's all jacked up like uh what what was that one mmo where like the lower level you were the easier it was and then it got harder as you leveled up uh, was that diablo? Or, um diablo did that last no 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 is it Neverwinter Nights or is it ESO? I can't remember. They all get kind of confused. One, one of the two. It's not. It's but. not ESO because uh, Miss Cherry played that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the opposite I, I, Like, I, I mean, I do want it to get harder, like more complex as I got like a higher no, level. What I'm but I wouldn't want it. It's like I'm level one, and I go walk up against a level one crab, right, mm-hmm. or a level ten crab, say. And then I have my buddy who's level 80, goes up against the same level 10 crab. It scales to him to be more difficult, and I can tank the level 10 because I'm I'm smaller. Oh, so ah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what that was. Uh, yeah, I forget what game I, it was, but it, it irritated the hell out of me. Like I, it, There was no incentive to level up because I'm like, why would I? level up into a more difficult situation with a level 10 grab that doesn't make sense yeah so i just kind of fell off the game completely well i do remember in skyrim there were certain parts that were even in the beginning you couldn't play those those caverns or quests because you Mm -hmm. weren't a high enough level and then you'd have to come back to it um so there are there's like like minimum levels you never there are certain aspects that don't scale and they stay where they're Mm. at um, but there are certain. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple dragons that are like yeah. fifty. No, I agree. So, but, yeah, right. that's a uh, difficulty. Well, I think we beat the shit out of difficulty today. <laughs> I'm looking to uh, like I the, like we're not really gonna probably gonna play a whole lot of Remnant after Outriders comes out. Hopefully, probably the situation. Uh, but uh, probably not. I want to play a lot of Outriders. I I don't really yeah. have any interest in Remnant. I should probably down. Is it free? I should probably download yeah, it yeah. and then try it just to make sure. I like it. I, these guys are just so far ahead of like me at this snack. point that I don't have. I feel like I'm just holding them back when I play with them. Like, mm-hmm. oh, now I got to play with this idiot. 
who's no that's that's absolutely not true because everyone's games uh randomly generated and there's a ton of stuff on earth that you could possibly generate that we would love to be a part of and uh that's the whole point if you join of the game. my game we can get you a new purple weapon i, I feel the same way about right outriders and it's I cool because there's no uh, a bit of outriders and it's just not for me no okay. well there's four uh, different classes you could try a different one because Dave, I don't think I don't think you're really a fan of your current class. It doesn't really seem. I, like it. I'm I, having a blast with Trickster, but I I look at Trickster and I'm jealous of how cool it looks. <laughs> Not gonna lie, we can all be Tricksters. But, but um, at the same time, I don't want to give up on what I'm already working on because I think mm-hmm. that eventually I'll feel good about it. Um, yeah, I didn't really do any like research into like what build I should use or where should I put like the spike thing. Well, that's because we only had the demo so far when the real game opens up, we'll do what we did with division and beat the shit out of it. So yeah. Like if I, if I go like, you know, if we go a week or two into after the, uh, the, you know, the, the game's actually out and I'm still not enjoying the tank. I'll think about switching, but right now I'm not like, so dead set on it that I have to change it, especially because there's so, different builds within that that I can try. So yeah. funny thing uh, about the pyro, its favorite weapon is the assault rifle. <laughs> I didn't even know when I chose it. So I'm very happy with that. Gun of the year. Are you guys talking about Remnant still? No. No, uh, Outriders. Outriders. Oh. Uh, so, and Outriders I chose the, uh, the, what was it, the, the Technomancer guy? Each one different. Yeah, it's a long range guy. Mm-hmm. The Technomancer, I like him. Um, he's kind of like a wizardy hacker. <laughs> awesome. That's like that's the vibes I get from the game. Like uh, that's, magic. It's one of the big like, three: okay. androids, aliens, and and wizards. And wizards. Yeah. <laughs> Sorcerer oh, yeah, I guess that is a wizard uh, without a hat. Yes. What's that from? That? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> if you watch. Falcon and Winter Soldier, you would know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's from that. Yeah, that's from the. Uh, yeah, I saw. It's in the preview, so it's not a spoiler. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that's why I remember it. <laughs> and, then, and then what's his face says um, the, uh, the big three too. Uh, um, Walker. Yes, he makes a reference right. there too. I guess that'll be it for today. You know, a nice juicy episode covered a lot of ground. All right, time flies. Rock on. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to ch- uh, join the Discord, there's a link in the description. Um, Instagram. The this hopefully this no man. We're gonna speak it into existence. This episode will be the first one on YouTube with like video recording and everything. So it'll be there. I'm speaking it into. I'm manifesting our energy. Um, so yeah, go check it out on that. If you're listening right now, you know maybe you can zoom in on Brian's face a lot, uh, so you'll get a lot of that action. Um, but yeah, that'll be it for this episode. Thank you for coming to the party. Later, yo. Bye. Deuces. Peace. I forgot I forgot what order we did.